0: Good evening. Our top story tonight, Kenny Pickett is out with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mason Rudolph officially going to start this week. And Mike Tomlin does not commit to Kenny Pickett for the future. And for good reason, Kenny Pickett is not the answer. I was wrong. Kenny Pickett is not the prime meridian of NFL starting quarterbacks. He's just a backup quarterback. That is what Kenny Pickett is. And so the Steelers are going to be moving on. We've also got playoff situations for all the teams across the NFL, how everyone can make the playoffs. So we'll break that down for you. Who's in, who's out and more on player profiler today. And so we are back and we are here to talk about Kenny Pickett, who is going to be out with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think Kevin might be right. I think Kevin may be correct that Russell Wilson could end up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are going to have a new quarterback either way. They cannot go in once again with Kenny Pickett. That's why Kenny Pickett is not. And my cat is being wild right now. Absolutely crazy. She is not happy about the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett being benched essentially you are so welcome kevin we will be here during the off season we'll be talking football we will be back but we're still going for the rest of this week we will be back on wednesday and friday sorry i had to remember that the holidays just get all the days jumbled they all start feeling like one but anyways back to kenny pickett back to mason rudolph mason rudolph is qb1 in a must win game For the Pittsburgh Steelers, for the Pittsburgh Steelers to make the playoffs, they need a win and a Bills loss or a win and a Jaguars loss or tie. The Bills play the Miami Dolphins. The Jaguars play the Tennessee Titans. Or they can have a win and the Texans and Colts game ends in a tie. The game can also be a tie. If the Jags lose and the Texans and Colts don't tie, then the Steelers would go to the playoffs Or if they take the L, the Jaguars lose, the Broncos win, and the Texans-Colts game doesn't end in a tie. Those are the ways the Pittsburgh Steelers can make the playoffs. And so they're going to put their best foot forward with Mason Rudolph as QB1. And when asked about it, when talking about it, say they don't want to mess with a good thing. That's the answer that Mike Tomlin gives. But then... At no point does he say Kenny Pickett is our guy for the future. Kenny Pickett is our starter going forward. Kenny Pickett will regain his job. None of that because Kenny Pickett, 13 touchdowns to 13 interceptions in his career over two seasons. Joe Flacco has 13 TDs this month. Nine and a half fantasy points per game from Kenny Pickett this year was 32nd at the quarterback position. Last year, he had 12.2, so Kenny Pickett was even worse this year than he was last year. He was 30th in points per game at quarterback. This year, he was 32nd, and he's just pretty bad across the board. 29th in air yards per attempt, so he's not pushing the ball downfield. He's 31st in true completion percentage, that removes drops and all of those things, throwaways, and he still isn't completing passes because he's 34th in catchable pass rate. Kenny Pickett is not putting the ball In positions, his receivers can catch it. He's 34th in clean pocket completion percentage. So when all the noise is removed, when Kenny Pickett is not under pressure, when you remove the drops, he is 34th. And there's 32 starting quarterbacks. And then you look at the EPA. Kenny Pickett is 78th at the quarterback position in expected points added. Now, there's some guys with a zero EPA that probably barely have enough snaps to qualify Maybe Mike White's on that list. I don't know, but seventy eighth and expected points added. Kenny Pickett is a backup quarterback. If that, and he probably is a backup quarterback. He's fourth in play action completion percentage. So when running play action, he's doing all right. He's fifth in deep ball, catchable pass rate, which is very surprising also doesn't throw deep. So that's part, part of why we don't see that too often and 12th in pressured completion percentage. But we see from year to year pressured completion percentage is just random. That is not a stat that you can expect to carry over. There's no such thing as a quarterback who is good under pressure. They are all bad under pressure. It's just varying degrees. And often that will vary within the year. So Kenny Pickett, just not good enough. Just not good enough. Just not good enough to be a starting quarterback. And so the Steelers are going to move on from Kenny Pickett this off season. Maybe it's Mason Rudolph. It's not going to be Mason Rudolph. He's not going to be the long-term starter. Maybe it is Russell Wilson. Maybe it's Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, rookie. They trade up for Jaden Daniels. I don't know. I really, really don't know what the Steelers are going to do. I think Russell Wilson is the best option. For the Steelers, I think he would be the best fit with the Steelers as well. A coach like Mike Tomlin, so laid back, so chill, let Russ find himself once again. I think that is the perfect marriage. We'll see if it happens. we'll see what happens this weekend as the Steelers play the Baltimore Ravens. We'll talk about more of that, the playoffs, and all that nonsense right after this word from the father.
1: Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add Titan Premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player and you can compare their lifetime value rating from player profiler to their dynasty ADP at the FFPC all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set this is a win now team. This is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side, prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add ons for super flex and, to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase, over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Toney, under 15.5, whatever the under is on Canary's Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo, because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store, get the Mojo app, and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader.
0: Happy to have so many friends in the trap chat here. We've got Anthony, we've got Toronto Dave, we've got Jared. Can't wait for the player profiler offseason dynasty content to start ramping up. Best time of the year if you missed it. Maddie Kewoom and Jason Allwine were talking yesterday on Wake and Take. They were talking about all of the players to watch in the playoff games yesterday. And so they were right on quite a few guys. And Maddie Q is going to be doing blue chips podcast throughout the offseason as well. So tune in for that. Not so fast there. Jackson Kenny isn't going anywhere, at least until it's time to give him a new deal. You don't quit on a guy you draft in the first round for a reindeer with a red nose. So I will agree. They're not going to just cut Kenny Pickett. He will be their backup quarterback next year. But they have quite literally quit on a guy they drafted in the first round. For a reindeer with a red nose. Kenny Pickett is healthy. Kenny Pickett practiced in full today. Full. He's healthy. And yet they're sticking with Mason Rudolph. Because Kenny Pickett has not got the job done. Kenny Pickett was built as a high high floor, low ceiling quarterback. And it turns out the floor is not high. At all. That's why they've turned to Mason Rudolph. And if they win against the Baltimore Ravens. And they make the playoffs. Mason Rudolph's going to be starting once again for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's just going to happen. And so you can't turn back to to Kenny Pickett next year. You need a better option. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you want to be competitive, you cannot just trot out Kenny Pickett for this fan base once again, and they're not going to. He'll still be on the team. He's just going to be the backup quarterback. It's going to be like Zach Wilson with the New York Jets. Now it's going to be Kenny Pickett with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We need a wake-and-take Jack cameo. We do. i got to get together with Jason at some point. It has been too long since I have talked to him live on the air for all of you to enjoy. Otherwise, in the playoff picture right now, we've got the Steelers. They are playing the Baltimore Ravens. Najee Harris is limited with a knee injury. And that game, which will be Saturday afternoon, will have Brad Allen as a ref. The ref that screwed the Detroit Lions cost them the second seed just a heartbreaker absolutely embarrassing and so he's gonna be on an island game once again we will see how the NFL and the NFL fans respond to Brad Allen as the referee and if he makes any other blunders like he did to cost the Detroit Lions that championship but either way or not championship but the second seed is what I mean but either way We are looking ahead to the playoffs. There are nine teams. Count them, nine teams. The 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Rams. That's five teams in the NFC. And the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Browns. That's four teams in the AFC that have clinched that are in the playoffs. Now, there are eight teams that control their own destiny now, how does that make sense there's nine teams that clinched there's eight teams that can punch their own ticket well that's because the texans and the colts actually play each other for a playoff berth as long as there's no tie one of those teams Will be heading to the playoffs, and those teams can win the AFC South too. But the Jaguars control their own destiny there. The Dolphins control their own destiny to be the second seed and the AFC East. They're also part of this mix, even though they've punched their ticket already. The Bills can get the two seed and win the AFC East if they beat the Dolphins. The Jaguars can clinch the AFC South with a win. The Colts and Texans play each other for a playoff berth. The Cowboys. With a win, get the two seed and the NFC East. The Buccaneers, with a win, win the NFC South. And the Green Bay Packers make the playoffs with a win. So that leaves five teams looking for help to get in. The Pittsburgh Steelers need some help to make the playoffs that we've already talked about. The Saints, the Vikings, the Falcons, and the Seahawks all need a win and some help in order to make the playoffs. Starting with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have clinched the bye. The Roonies don't roll like that, Jack. I, They're rolling like that right now. What do you want me to say? They've benched Kenny Pickett for Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett has proven he's not an NFL quarterback. They're not just going to turn back to him next year. That would be embarrassing for the team. It's not going to happen. Kenny Pickett's ship has sailed. He's going to be back with the team. He is not going to be the starting quarterback. Maybe We'll see if I'm wrong. But why would they do that? Why would they do that to their fans? It would be a mistake. It would be humiliating to be a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers if Kenny Pickett is your starting quarterback in 2024 because he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Anyways, Baltimore Ravens, they have clinched the bye. They have clinched the one seed. They may sit their starters. Haven't decided on Lamar Jackson, but Zay Flower's not practicing right now with a calf injury. Marlon Humphrey also not practicing with a calf injury. And then Patrick Queen, Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Van Noy are all limited right now. So... I would expect Lamar Jackson to sit there. Ravens aren't playing for anything. Maybe he starts the game and leaves early, but some of these banged up guys don't expect to see Zay Flowers, Marlon Humphrey, and some of these other guys. And imagine they'll pull their starters early. And even then the Pittsburgh Steelers might not get a win. We've seen fairly recently. I think it was two years ago, three years ago that we saw RG three start for the Baltimore Ravens in a win and make the playoff game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they lost. The Ravens won with their backups in, beat the Steelers. And so, once again, not a guarantee that the Steelers win this game. But if they win, they are looking for losses from the Jaguars or from the Bills. And the Bills will face the Miami Dolphins. Winner wins the AFC East. And if the Jaguars win and the Steelers win, then the Buffalo Bills become a win or go home scenario. The Buffalo Bills would be either the second seed or missing the playoffs entirely if both the Jaguars and the Steelers win. Now, if the Bills win, doesn't matter. They're the second seed. And if the Steelers lose, then doesn't matter. They can still make the they'll still make the playoffs with the loss. And if the Jaguars lose, then they'll make the playoffs with the loss. But going in to Sunday night football, the Bills will know whether or not their game is for the playoffs for the 2 seed. Or for both? Oh, the Buffalo Bills. What a season it has been for them. They can clinch the playoffs with a tie, a win. Or sorry, they can clinch the playoffs with a win and the second seed. But to get just the playoffs, they need a tie, a Steelers loss or tie, a Jaguars loss or tie, or the Texans and Colts to tie in that game. Josh Allen, also not operating at 100%. He's got some neck soreness. Suffered a stinger in that last contest. So it's going to be one day at a time, but it's not expected to be significant. Whereas the Dolphins, they do expect to have Tua Tagovailoa as well. That left shoulder injury that he's got reportedly not a concern, though they did lose Bradley Chubb. That means both Dolphins edge rushers are done for the season. Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips have now both suffered season ending injuries. Bradley Chubb tore an ACL down big against the Baltimore Ravens should have been pulled at that point. Dolphins admitted it, that they, made a mistake that it happened so quick that they were going to pull them. And then it just happened really quickly where there was a turnover and they were back on the field and they should have pulled them, but they didn't. And Jalen Phillips tore his Achilles a couple weeks ago. So now the dolphins are down both of their edge rushers and Zaven Howard, their outside corner opposite Jalen Ramsey suffered a foot injury. He is now week to week. He is not expected to play this week. And so Eli Apple, gets a chance to be a end of the regular season hero and a playoff hero for the Miami dolphins. The chiefs have clinched the playoffs. As we've talked about, they won the AFC West. Congratulations to the Kansas city chiefs. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I know Patrick Mahomes isn't as popular as he once was because he's had a down year and he's being frustrated and he's been a little bit of a baby at times, but, Patrick Mahomes now has six straight seasons of 10 wins. That is the third longest streak in NFL history. The first longest is Tom Brady. Tom Brady had 10 wins, 13 seasons in a row. Peyton Manning had thir- 10 wins, nine seasons in a row. Patrick Mahomes, six straight seasons. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Browns who have clinched as well. Elijah Moore has tweeted that he is doing better. So we'll see if he plays this week. I imagine they sit Elijah Moore at least this week and hope he gets back for the playoffs after suffering that concussion on Thursday night. Football. Football, Jeez Louise, the hiccups there. AFC South is up for grabs. The Jaguars can clinch it. It is a win and get in situation for the Jacksonville Jaguars. or If the Jaguars tie and the Colts and Texans tie, that's the other way that they win the AFC South can still lose and make the playoffs. So a loss by the Jaguars plus a Steelers loss plus plus a Broncos loss plus or Broncos loss or tie plus a Texans and Colts. No tie would still mean the Jaguars make the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is hoping to play. They're saying his right shoulder is getting better. He is healing up. They expect Trevor Lawrence to give it a go. Christian Kirk, 21 day practice window is also expected to start this week as well. Kenny Pitt, Kirk, Christian Kirk is expected to start practicing at the very least. We'll see if he shows up or we'll see If it's another week and he plays in the playoffs, Jamal Agnew also out for the rest of the season. He suffered a broken leg, another slot receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars on the injury report. Texans can clinch the AFC South with a win over the Indianapolis Colts and a loss by the Jaguars. And they can make the playoffs with a win. Now they are not at full health. Laramie Tunsil, their left tackle didn't practice today. He has a groin injury. Noah Brown didn't practice today. He's got a back injury. He's dealt with a knee injury all year as well. Robert Woods didn't practice today with a hip injury and Will Anderson, their third overall pick did not practice with an ankle injury. So Texans are banged up. Colts also banged up the Colts in this matchup. It's a win and make the playoffs. If the Jaguars lose, they win the AFC South. If the Jaguars win, then they still make the playoffs anyways. But Ryan Kelly, their center and left guard, Quinton Nelson both did not practice today with ankle injuries. So Colts not operating at 100% either, though we did see Zach Moss return to practice. He is limited with his forearm injury. Maybe Zach Moss returns to back up Jonathan Taylor. Now, over in the NFC, the 49ers have already clinched that first seed. They're going to get the bye. And Christian McCaffrey is not going to play for three weeks now at this point because Christian McCaffrey suffered a calf strain, mild calf strain is what they're calling it. So they're going to hold him out of this game against the uh, Rams for the 49ers. And then he's not going to play in the first round of the playoffs because the 49ers have the bye. So it'll be three weeks to heal for Christian McCaffrey. We wish wish him a speedy recovery. He ends the year, the 2023 season. Christian McCaffrey ends with 2023 yards from scrimmage and 21 touchdowns. That's the third time in NFL history we have seen a player Score the amount of year, the year it is, the amount of yards from scrimmage. This is the third time that that has happened. So, congrats to Christian McCaffrey. Great season for him. Lamar Jackson's the MVP, though. Cowboys and Eagles are still vying for that number two seed in the NFC East. The Cowboys clinch with a win. If the Cowboys tie and the Eagles tie, then the Cowboys also clinch the number two seed. And if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys lose, then the Cowboys would be the two or three seed, depending on what happens with the Detroit Lions, but they'd still win the NFC East. So, Cowboys just need a win, and then he is good to go. And for the Eagles, they can clinch the NFC East with a win and a Dallas loss or tie or a tie and a Dallas loss. Eagles are considering their start sitting their starters, though. They are not healthy whatsoever. Jalen hurts is banged up. Uh, Devontae Smith suffered an ankle injury. He left the game on crutches. He is in a walking boot was still in a walking boot yesterday. So, they're banged up. The Eagles have been battling through injuries all season long, and it has taken their toll, especially after the, over the last couple of weeks. And so they are considering sitting some of their more injured starters, even though they can still win the NFC East. Looks like the Eagles are kind of accepting Cowboys are going to win, and so we're not going to win the division, and that's okay. Let's just rest up and get healthy. The Lions, on the other hand, they've got about a 3% chance at winning and winning that two seed. So. If they beat the Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles and the Cowboys both lose, then the Lions will be the two seed. Very unlikely, but... They will play their starters just in case. They release Isaiah Bugs, their defensive tackle. They had to make way for Aleem McDeal, who is returning to practice this week. Their defensive tackle, their second-best pass rusher. Also, CJGJ, CD Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is looking to return this week as well. And potentially James Houston as well. So the Lions are getting healthy at the right time, even though they were screwed. Absolutely screwed by the refs in that Dallas Cowboys game. In the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can clinch the South Division with a win over the Packers or a tie and a Saints loss or tie. Now, the Buccaneers, even if they don't win the NFC South, they can still clinch the playoffs with a tie, a Seahawks loss, and a Packers loss or tie. And Baker Mayfield is expected to play. Baker Mayfield battling with a rib injury. He is expected to play. If a guy gets a job somewhere else, even a place as simple as Taco Bell and his direct supervising manager is awful. New guy is going to be awful too. Just ask Baker. It took five plus years for the mitigating circumstances to get weeded out from Cleveland. Clown show to the tanking Carolina clown show. But it's not, if the Steelers continue down that road for five years with Kenny Pickett, despite the lack of progress that he has made, that is a failure as an organization, an organization that wants to compete now. If you, if you want to admit that we're not here and we're going to take this year to kind of rebuild, then sure, you can go with Kenny Pickett for a year. But if you want to be a serious NFL team, you can't go in to year three of Kenny Pickett after benching him for Mason Rudolph. You are not acknowledging the fact he has literally been benched for Mason Rudolph. I know it's crazy, but it's true. Anyways, the NFC South is still up for grabs. Falcons can clinch the NFC South if the Bucs lose and the Falcons beat the Saints. But on the other side, the Saints clinch the NFC South if they beat the Falcons and the Bucs suffer an L. So it's still open for grabs. Only the Carolina Panthers have been eliminated from winning the division. Falcons, Saints hoping for a loss from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Carolina Panthers. And then the winner of that game could go. And the Saints can actually still make the playoffs even if the Buccaneers win. If the Saints win, the Seahawks lose or tie, and the Packers lose or tie, then the Saints will still be in the playoffs. Rams have already clinched the playoffs, and Sean McVay is going to be back in 2024. He confirmed he is going to be back. Sean McVay is ready to roll into 2024. There are constantly rumors surrounding the retirement of Sean McVay. It's not going to happen at least for one more year. He is back. He is going to run back after the Rams make the playoffs. And maybe they start trading future first round picks again. And maybe they chase a Super Bowl once again with Matthew, Staff- Matthew Stafford, who has played lights out this year. Green Bay Packers make the playoffs. It's a win and in situation. They can also clinch the playoffs with a loss and a Vikings loss or tie a Seahawks and Bucks loss as well so the Packers are going to be looking to win against the Chicago Bears still a small chance that they can make the playoffs with a loss but you want to control your own destiny so they're hoping to beat the Chicago Bears the Seattle Seahawks are hoping that the Packers lose to the Chicago Bears if the Seahawks win and the Packers lose then the Seahawks will make the playoffs, but the Seahawks do not control their own destiny. That is up to the Green Bay Packers. And the Vikings still actually have a chance at the wild card too. If the Vikings win against the Lions and the Packers lose to the Bears and the Seahawks lose to the Cardinals and either the Bucks lose to the Panthers or the Saints lose to the Falcons, that would put the Vikings in the playoffs. So it's not over yet for the Minnesota Vikings. We don't know who their starter is going to be. They didn't announce it today. They might announce it tomorrow we will let you know who is going to be starting for the Minnesota Vikings. And we'll be letting you know who is going to start for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields. Even the preseason, everyone was airing clips of Baker overthrowing tight ends. Brock Purdy airmails passes to, I mean, but Brock Purdy also just beat out Trey Lance, who just got benched and traded in his third season. Kenny Pickett on the 49ers would not be balling. That's proof. That is what the true completion percentage and all those, no, not true completion, clean pocket completion percentage is for. When there's no noise around him, Kenny Pickett still sucks. Mason Rudolph has still been better than Kenny Pickett. Mason Rudolph is not good. I'm done with this Kenny Pickett Mason Rudolph argument. Kenny Pickett not going to be starting in 2024 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not going to happen. Anyways, Justin Fields probably not going to be starting for the Chicago Bears either. The Chicago Bears have clinched the first overall pick thanks to that trade with the Carolina Panthers. They must decide whether or not to trade Justin Fields to trade that first overall pick. Or they also must decide to pick up the fifth-year option for Justin Fields. And if they do, that's going to cost them about $22 million in 2025, unless Justin Fields is a first ballot pro bowler, and then it'll be a $31 million 2025 extension. The players all want Justin Fields back, but when you can have 2025 be $22 million for Justin Fields, or you can pay $12 million per year with Caleb Williams, the, the right answer is pretty obvious, right? So... Caleb Williams is going to be the new quarterback of the Chicago Bears. They are going to start over. Kenny had surgery, Jack. And Kenny Pickett is healthy now, and he's still not starting. So, <laughs> he was benched. What, what, do you, what, what more can I say? He had surgery. He got healthy. He's healthy. He's not starting. He was benched for Mason Rudolph. That's... <laughs> okay. Anyways. Don't care that he had surgery. That's over. He's healthy. Anyways. Carolina Panthers are now being, not the Panthers actually, David Tepper is being fined $300,000 after throwing a beer at a fan. The weakest apology ever. I am deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday. I should have let NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. So it wasn't actually my fault that I threw the beer It was actually the person's fault that they made me angry. I should have handled it better and gotten security, but it's not my fault. It's the person's fault for aggravating me. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. The NFL has fined David Tepper $300,000, which seems like a lot of money, until you remember that David Tepper is worth $20.6 billion. So David Tepper was fined point... sorry, Sorry, he was fined... 0.000015% of his wealth. So if you were to make $40,000 a year, that would be like a 58 cent fine on your yearly wage. And this is David Tepper's net worth. We don't actually know how much he makes per year, especially now that he owns an NFL team. We don't find that out. But that would be like someone making $40,000 a year being fined 58 cents. That would be like someone who makes $100,000 a year being fined $1.46 of their yearly pay. This was not even a slap on the wrist for David Tepper. This was truly the most, most nothing punishment for an owner just looking like an absolute ass, throwing a beer at a fan. You cannot have that. David Tepper has officially replaced Dan Snyder. It used to be Dan Snyder, the clear and obvious worst owner in the NFL. Now it is clearly and obviously David Tepper.
1: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you the people that get the site and get the show.